folks. Welcome to a podcast about Catholic things. This is Eric, the ambassador of common sense, and I'm here with Dan, the ambassador of nonsense. Welcome, everyone. Today is the feast of the visitation. Is that it? Yep, the visitation of Our Lady when Mary visited Elizabeth <clears throat> right after, well, say right after. I mean, you know, in, in terms of feast days, the Annunciation is like April 25th, right? Okay, but I mean, it, it might, it's anywhere from nine months out, or, you know, it's not, no, is it eight close months? to nine months? It, it could be, I mean, yeah, she I mean, could be eight months pregnant at the time. We don't, we don't really know. Well, at the, t- at the time, the angel told Mary that, um, Hey, wait, there's only one account of it, right? It's in Luke. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's Why, in Luke. Do you have that pulled up? Yeah, it, but we know that that Elizabeth is six months pregnant at the time that Mary is told that she's going to be the mother of the Savior. Okay, because um, that's what the angel so, told Mary. Okay, do you want to read whatever you have on? You know, I'm I'm wrong. It's it's March twenty fifth, isn't it? That's the it doesn't really matter. Okay, it doesn't matter. So, um. You want to read the thing while I I want to look okay, something I, up. I will read. I'll start towards the end of the Annunciation. And behold, your kinswoman Elizabeth, in her old age, was has has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren, for with God nothing will be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done according to your word. And the angel departed from her. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a city of Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the child leapt in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Some translations have it, and who am I that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the voice of your greeting came to my ears, the child within my womb leapt for joy, and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. If you remember, uh, and you could go back and look and see this, um, this is the case where Zechariah was serving at, in the temple. He, he was doing his turn of service in the temple. And the angel appeared to him and told him that Elizabeth was going to have a son. Now, Elizabeth is advanced in age. I mean, she's, she's old. And Zechariah, you know, the, I think it even says that like she, she had ceased to be, to be in the way of women. So Zechariah didn't believe the angel. She's been through menopause. Yeah. I don't and understand here, though. Does Zechariah know that what? this is an angel? Or is it just I, I'm, a no, man? No, I'm pretty sure that, he is. Like when an angel appears to you, you don't believe him? You know? That's kind of well, dumb. For, for, no, for, for one thing, because he's just standing at the right side of the altar and nobody would dare enter that space. It says, and there appeared to him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. 
and Zechariah was troubled when he saw him, and fear fell upon him. So he knew that he was an angel. He knew there was something odd about this. So yes. wouldn't that give some credence to the thing talking to you? Like, this is supernatural. <laughs> Why would yeah. he doubt? I mean, even if you didn't know it was an angel, you know it's something. Uh, but the angel even identifies himself. He says, I am Gabriel, who stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news, the good news that your prayer's been answered, you're going to have a son. Uh, they didn't tell me he's going to be a crazy son yeah, who, and when he came who out, ran he around could, in the desert. And... He could not speak to them, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple. Uh, anyway, here's the thing. So now... Zechariah doesn't believe, and after a few weeks, I don't know how long it takes to travel from where Mary was, um, you know, at the time, to the house of Zechariah. Mm -hmm. But then Elizabeth says to Mary, "And blessed is he, blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord." Now, when she's saying this. Do you think she's like jabbing her elbow into Zechariah's ribs? I I just I never I didn't imagine them being together. Um, I'm just thinking her. But how does this, she know that Mary was told this? I guess the angel also appeared to Elizabeth. Must have, and that's not recorded because she seems to know a lot. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know, um, but. I'm just thinking it's I to me that that is a humorous line in the Bible because it's like a jab at Zechariah yeah for Elizabeth to say this to Mary because he didn't believe and he can't even defend himself now because he can't speak right um yeah okay so so she goes um let's see the angel has told Mary. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a son. Also, your cousin, who's old, is going to have a son. And is six months pregnant right now. Oh, okay. She's in the her sixth month. Her. Yes. So yeah. the baby's already big, it's, already. Yeah, showing. Uh, and Mary goes. Mary's also. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if, if Joseph knows what's going on by now, but Mary, uh, I guess that's the. At the Annunciation is when. when uh, Jesus is conceived, right? I mean, I, that's the way I understood that's, that's it. When we, she said yes. We traditionally, that's why we place it nine months before Christmas. Okay. So the angel tells Mary, she says yes. Now she's got a baby. Uh, Joseph doesn't know yet, but at, at some point she has to tell him. Um, and then she goes to visit Elizabeth. And mm -hmm. there's several thoughts that occur to me here. Um is she does joseph know before she left we don't i don't i don't think we have an indication of that but i suspect so because in the gospel that talks about joseph learning of this remember um it says they had been betrothed which i think in the um in the jewish um <clears throat> way of things it would have been okay for them to have engaged in, in relations at that time. Right. And for a woman at that point to, to be found with child. But it says they were betrothed. 
but Joseph had not yet brought her into his house and she was found with child and not wanting to subject her to the law because he knew the child wasn't his, he had decided to put her away quietly. Um, now there's some speculation that Joseph actually knew that the child was the son of God, that it wasn't like he suspected her of cheating on him or anything like that. It was more like he was afraid to take on that responsibility. But the angel appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. So I kind of suspect that, um, that, you know, I wonder if what happened is Mary got up and left after the visit from Gabriel and stayed with Elizabeth until the birth of John the Baptist and, and then, then came comes back, back and it's and like, now Whoa! she's pregnant. But what not the heck necessarily, is <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, a small baby bump at that time because she's right. only three months pregnant now. But that's that's kind of what I imagine. Yeah, I mean, because sometimes I, I think, OK, did she go because she knew that she had some bad news for Joseph or at least scary news for Joseph? And it'd be better if I went to visit Elizabeth, first of all, so that I can. That way I can verify, you know, this angel told me this. I It's not that she doubted God, but she must at least be thinking, is it possible I'm seeing things? Is it, she maybe wants confirmation. Is this really real or uh, am I crazy or is somebody playing a trick on me? So she goes to see Elizabeth before telling Joseph maybe, about what happened because um i would think that she's still not sure i would think that she goes to elizabeth to find out if all this was true because the angel's telling her almost in a way that okay i know you don't i know you're scared but this is how serious we are about it this and th here's how you can verify that what i'm telling you is from god Possibly, but I don't think Mary wondered at it. I don't think Mary uh, had that as a need to verify anything because at that moment, she became the spouse of the Holy Spirit. She, she had the Holy Spirit dwelling in her in a way that was more intimate than even the apostles after the uh, Pentecost. That is true. And, and, I mean, they say Mary is the greatest theologian. I mean, I think she had an intimate knowledge of these things and a trust of these things. I think she went there because the Holy Spirit prompted her to go visit John the Baptist. Right. You can't necessarily think, well, Mary would think this the way we would think that because she's not like us. No. She In was fact, conceived. She had no... Uh, original sin in her she, she no didn't have the sin. inclination to sin yeah so she must have trusted god in a way that we could never trust god um but there's also the fact that right now at this point no one around her knows the situation mm -hmm. uh at most they know that she's pregnant that's all um and there's only one person who absolutely knows the situation and it's like, you would want to go be with them just because, hey, this is great. I want to That's, talk about it. Yeah, but yeah, it's like, okay, somebody that that you can talk to 
in in a way that you know you're talking the right. same language right and and we know that was the big case because of elizabeth's response to her yeah and the the i don't they say that's when john the baptist was baptized that's that's one of the traditions right when when he left in the now, world. It, it is interesting so after you know right after the part that i stopped reading mary does the prayer the magnificent you know, we say it now as a mm -hmm. prayer we call the Magnificat. And it's and then it says, and Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her home. And then it okay, so she... closes that as, as an episode it almost. It says, now the time came for Elizabeth to be delivered and she gave birth to a son. Now here's the oh, thing. Wait a minute. It does this not is... say that this, it does not specifically say that that it's putting these two things in some kind of chronological context i still believe mary stayed until the birth of john the baptist you would think because that would have been about three months and, and she and was so old like, and would have needed help yeah. and so it's telling mary's visit and then it zooms in on the end of the visit to tell the birth of john the baptist that's how i read this how is my sound it looks like my sound is very loud, I, but so, okay. sounds fine to me. Sounds normal. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So she goes, um, you know, another thing I've always wondered about is how does the Bible describe Elizabeth? Uh, what it's, got, well, Zechariah says to the angel, how shall I know this? For I am an old man. And my wife is advanced in years. Zechariah belonged to a priestly order of Abijah. His wife was a descendant of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Right. So they were Levites, descendant of Aaron. He was a priest. He had to do his turn serving in the temple. And when, uh, let's see. They were both righteous before your God. relative Elizabeth. He just says your relative. Oh, to Mary. Yeah. Oh, he, your kinswoman. The Elizabeth, angel calls right, him old age. Right. A relative kinswoman. Now, does not say we we always describe her as her cousin. We say cousin. Now, here's what's strange. Here's here. You know what? I wish I had thought to go look this because I'm sure that Catholic scholars and Protestant scholars too have mm -hmm. worked this out but elizabeth is descended of aaron and it says that elizabeth is mary's kinswoman but mary well you know it doesn't really say we know that joseph is descended of um Judah, David, of, whatever tribe. Well, that is. David of the tribe of Judah. Okay. Because that's the tribe that the Savior is going to come from. Plus, the Savior is going to be a king, so he's descended of David. Um, well, so if two tribes mixed, uh, they were the descendants to. be. They weren't supposed to. Are you sure? Yeah, they were supposed to. To for the most part. There might be, you know, some special circumstances, like if a tribe has all women, 
some of those women might mar- you know marry into one of the tribe that had men. I mean, there there were some special uh, allowances set up, but for the most part, the tribes were supposed to marry within each other. Okay. To try well, to preserve the sense of twelve tribes of Israel. Okay. So so I wonder if Mary is, but but see then. Why would Mary be betrothed to Joseph if she's of the tribe of Levi and he's of the tribe of uh, Judah? So I think that um, I think that they're both of the tribe of Judah, descended of David, and somehow yet Elizabeth is her kinswoman. And that's something that that I wish I had thought before our podcast to look up how that works. Yeah, I've always wondered about that because we, okay, in the Dewey Reams, and behold thy cousin Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. That's what she's called in the Dewey Reams. Yeah. Now, which wasn't, a, I mean, in the Hebrew that it would have been translated into the, the Greek for, you know, that you think so? Latin. Because it, I, it's, I, it's not, it, it's not that as, spe- that word is not as specific as we use it in English. Okay, because we we always hear this argument that Jesus's brethren could be cousins because they didn't have a word for cousins. Right. I'm like, so why does this say her cousin then? Yeah, it's because it was, the word cousin is used in the Dewey Reams and I guess in the Latin Vulgate. I mean, I think there's a lot of 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 even just the English, um, like a couple hundred years ago or so. Cousins were just, you know, a more general term. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I've, I, because I, I've used that argument in describing uh, the brothers of Jesus, and I always thought, well, wait a minute, you know then what? how do we know that Elizabeth is her cousin? Let me, let me uh, I'm going to see if there's. And then. So the other, the the significant part of this is that, or one of the significant parts of this is that this is John the Baptist, uh, who we say was born without sin, as in he was baptized before he was born, still in the womb. Uh, Mary was born without sin because she was conceived without sin. Those, and then Jesus himself were the three people uh, in history who were born without sin. But I imagine John the Baptist still had uh, the inclination to sin. I don't know if he would escape concupiscence or. Yeah, he, I, I mean, he, Jesus says that, you know, of men, Man, men born of women, there is none greater than him. I, it's right. quite possible that John the Baptist never committed a personal sin. Right. But yeah. he was still that, born. I mean, he was still conceived. A lot of Catholics see it. You know. But it would um, have been much harder for him than for, say, Mary, because if he still had concupiscence, he had to avoid the actual sins. Um, okay, I, then, so I've got something, but it's not talking about the tribal aspect of the question. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
Well, I know they weren't supposed to mix with other one, with with other nations, but um, as far as other tribes, I supposed to be kept somewhat. But I imagine they did. You know, Levites mixed with the with the other ones, and then there would be this child born. Who is whose tribe does the child belong to now? That's what I wondered. Does it does it go with? I guess it goes with the father. It would make sense for it to go with the father. Here we go. Okay, so how can it be that Mary, uh, that Mary's cousin Elizabeth, while Mary descended of Judah, uh, how could it be that her cousin Elizabeth, the descended, is descended from the house of Aaron, the tribe of Levi? This is Apologetics Press. I have no idea of how good they are. I've not, you know, mm-hmm. so this is just like the first one that came up presuming to answer this. And? Uh, okay, first of all, they go on to explain that cousin's not an exact term, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. They could have been fourth cousins, brother. Okay. They could have been from different tribes and still have been first. Okay. Maybe that their mothers were sisters. Mothers could have been from the tribe of Judah or Levi. The Elizabeth on the father's side, and yet the mothers. Maybe the women did. Maybe they went, mix. went to I don't the. Know. I don't yeah, and then uh, wasn't it, Mary supposed to be a, also a descendant of Ruth? Uh, yes, because uh, Jesse is a descendant of Ruth. I always, uh, and I wonder about this too, because I, I wonder, um, does Jesus and John... Okay, so so this is saying that that the marriages that the marriages between the tribes was not necessarily kept strict the way I was thinking. It says yeah. that the, the tribal descendancy was passed down through the fathers and not the mothers. Okay. So based on your father, that determined what tribe cultural you were in, thing. regardless of where your mother was from. So they could have just been, you know, they close could have been both. folk. Yeah. All right. I I wonder if like growing up did john and jesus mix at all did they see each other the yeah, family parties or whatever i've always it was a it i was mean a, mary went all the way over there to visit it was her. a travel for her to do that yeah it's it's, it's yeah. not like you know the the neighborhood uh so it's like oh we both have these special kids maybe we should get together sometime <laughs> but or maybe that maybe it's, we both have these special kids. We should avoid it. Like be like mixing streams for the the Ghostbusters guns. Yeah, <laughs> the whole world explodes. Um, and I mean, when when John and Jesus communicate, it's almost as if they're not quite sure yeah. of each other. Yeah, I mean, obviously yeah. Jesus knows what's going on, but John seems yeah. a little bit hesitant. But he said, "Are you the one we're waiting for?" Mm-hmm. Well, were you waiting for me? But um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I mean, all kinds of things to think about there. What I don't understand is why why it's a mystery of the rosary. And I so why, mystery, why do they call it mysteries? Remember at what all? a mystery is. A mystery is is something that you can ponder and meditate on and elicit further understanding and mm-hmm. truth from. Um, there are probably all kinds of things about Mary and about Elizabeth 
that you could get from that that we're not getting because we haven't uh, thought about it long enough or just because our brains can't do it. You know, I imagine there are uh, things from the saints that yeah, go into a lot more those. than what we've talked about. Um, but it's always... I think I, my biggest thing is the the satisfaction that Mary gets from finally being able to talk to someone else who does know what's going on. Because mm -hmm. when you find something cool or something cool happens, you want to you want to talk you about share it. it. You want to yeah, share wanna, it, and, right? And if there's nobody so, else who quite had that experience. You, so she you, goes to Joseph, hey, Joseph, to we're going to have a baby, and it's going to be the king of men. And, and Joseph's like, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Am I really up for this? <laughs> yeah, I mean. I, I need some angel to come in a dream and tell me it's okay. <laughs> and I wonder, like, after that happened, after Joseph is told, mm -hmm. was he the same way? Did they, did they stay up at nights and talk about it? Oh, oh, yeah, like, oh, I don't know. Maybe. Or did, or was it a thing where it's like, we're just never going to talk about this again. I'm yeah, taking so. you in because the angel told me to. And it's my understanding that the words used indicate not necessarily taking into his bed, but into no, his household was, and taking yeah, it, care of. It, yeah, and it, I, I think it, it said something like, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife or something like that. Okay, I I remember hearing one of the uh, apologists okay, talk says, about that. As he considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, "Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary your wife. Do not fear to take Mary your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She okay, will bear so a son and call his name Jesus, and he will save his people from their sins." So he knows everything at this point, if he believes yeah. the dream. He's a he's a good man, so we consider, yeah, he probably does believe. But and see, you know, then he was probably 13 years still. later, yeah, he probably was. Uh, 13 years later, when they're yelling at Jesus for <laughs> staying back at the <laughs> temple, they pondered these things in their hearts, you know, mm -hmm. as if they I, they don't quite understand. But I, you know, is it one of those things where you just kind of, you have this big revelation and like, like any time that, that we're, that God communicates something to us, you know, we feel, we, we, we go yeah, through it in our brains at time. first, but I, I, you know what I mean? I if you, you feel mean. like God has, <laughs> has told you to do something at yeah. first, it's like, Ooh, I'm going to go do that. And then after months and certainly after years, you just barely remember it. Mm -hmm. You just uh, start doing the things that you think God wants you to do. And then it no longer becomes because he told you to do it. It's just because that's what I do. Yeah. So they're raising a child because they have a child and they have to raise him. And they don't think anymore about the fact that, oh, this is the son of God and he's going to save man from his sin. Yeah, maybe that's kind of the point is that, um, I mean, not maybe not Mary even so much as Joseph, but um, is to 
make that reality present again. Uh, the, the, mm-hmm. Maybe that's the point of the finding in the temple, at least. Right. In some Don't sense. forget, now, I'm I mean, here for a reason. Know? How do we know that they pondered these things in their heart? Well, um, I mean, well, somehow Mary talked to Matthew. Probably right. you know, after it was all over. Um, or let's see, who was it? It was uh, actually, you know what? Not not uh, Matthew, but Luke. Because uh, that's I what mean, I thought. Maybe it's Luke. in Matthew too, but no, I don't, I don't think I, it's in. I Matthew. think it's, it's in only Luke. in Luke. It's in Luke. So, you know, and we know that Mary spent time with Luke. Okay. So Did, she probably. I, I didn't know that. Said, but... And she probably said, "Hey, yeah, you know, we. I mean, this happened, and and we would spend time talking about it afterwards, and mm-hmm. that, you know." Luke just put down, they pondered these things in their heart. Or I have kept, to warm kept, up. In fact, it, it, it even says, it went down, the, it, the, the way it is in my Bible, it says, you know, Jesus came down with them to Nazareth, was obedient to them, and his mother kept all these things in her heart. Doesn't even oh, say Oh, okay. Wait, okay. Um, Which is a little bit different. Yeah. I don't know how the door For some reason, says. I thought they both did. But they were both questioning him. You know, like, hey, we were worried. Why'd you do that? We've been looking for you anxiously. And I guess it was such an odd thing for Jesus to do anything that they didn't want him to do. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so here we've got Mary. This is the visitation. Um, You'll notice that that the... uh, you're seeing more and more Marian broadca- uh, podcasts mm-hmm. um, as the world gets crazier and crazier. Um, starting with, let's go to Lords. Uh, this is in, it was right here. I had it. Okay, this is 1858. Um, Mary visits uh, Bernadette Subaru, and she identifies herself as the miraculous conception. The immaculate. The immaculate conception. Um, I guess that was something, was that right before or after the church had defined her as that? Um, you know what? Let me uh, look that up real quick. It was right around okay. that time, though. That right. had not it become was... super well known, and I mean, Bernadette, and she could wasn't not the kind of person have heard of it. Right. I mean, she was a simple schoolgirl and not a very good student at that. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking. Okay. The. Well, actually, we can go back a little bit beyond that to 1531, Our Lady Guadalupe. I'm trying to find the more the most famous ones. And oh, okay. in 1531, I guess, is the earliest early one that we have. Um, oh, right, right. That's... Other than other than saying, "Hey, build a build a, a shrine here or something," and have people visit. There doesn't see a, seem to be a huge message here, but we know that the the outcome of Guadalupe, yeah, is that the entire of, Aztec of the nation, Americas. yeah, 
I mean, and that's 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 north. That's all of South America. Mm-hmm. Uh, huge deal because over across the sea in Europe, it's like half the half of Europe is falling into the uh, Calvinism and Lutheranism and all these other isms. They're all falling away from the church, and it's like you would think that there would be some kind of visit. There would be more. Uh, visitations from Mary there to try to warn these people, hey, you need to stop doing this. Mm -hmm. But instead, we go to America and she converts an entire continent, practically. Um, And it's my understanding that this wasn't... Like, if you go to Mexico right now, there's lots of uh, Catholics who are Catholic in name only, Mm-hmm. Who don't or like really mixed pop. Catholic get into the whole uh, like San Morte right. weird stuff, and many of them don't even yeah. understand their religion or care right. about it. But that's it's my understanding that's not the case of what happened in uh, in Mexico City. It was mm-hmm. a true conversion. The people there actually became Catholic, devout Catholics, and this is before. I mean. None of them could even speak Latin. You know, these yeah. are. Yeah. Most of them don't even speak English or Spanish. Well, uh, right. Many of them are. They were still whatever Indians. their native. They're, yeah. Aztec language or tribal language or whatever. And Mary converts an entire continent and which also reaches up into North America. Um, yeah. I mean, our lady of Guadalupe so, is considered the patroness of the Americas. Right. So that was all the way Canada, all the way down through the the southern tip of uh, South America, you know, Peru or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. All right. I have to I have to go fill up my coffee real quick. Okay. Um, I can't. You know what? Before we go into the to Fatima, um, mm-hmm. while Jesus is on the cross, oh. he hands. Mary over to us as our spiritual mother. Yeah. Um, Hold your mother. He's, he's already told us that his father is our father and we understand him as our brother. And, and so that would obviously make Mary our mother. Uh, and I know that some of the Protestant, uh, explanation is that no he was just trying to tell luke or uh, john hey take care of my mom but that doesn't make any sense because they also say that jesus had other brothers so if he's got other brothers why does john have to take care of it also doesn't make sense i mean if that's the only purpose of this we know that jesus knew for a long time that he was going to be crucified yeah I mean, he could have. This arrangement would have been done way before that right. moment. That was yeah. not going to be one of his last words on the cross. Yeah. So, okay. Why? This always bugs me. Why does everybody say the last seven words? It's not the last seven words. It's the last seven Sentences. things that he's recorded as saying. Yeah. One of yeah. those things, for example, is it is finished. One of them is. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. One of them is right. today or this day you will be with me in paradise. 
So they're it, not the last that's seven what they, words. Yeah, it's, that's what they mean by words is the last seven things that he said. Groups of words, sentences, yeah, sentences ideas yeah. conveyed. I, <laughs> I agree. It's it, People cut those it's little things short, <laughs> like calling these mysteries. It's like, all right, anyway, um, here she is, our spiritual mother. And this is reaffirmed in uh, Guadalupe as she ushers in this giant new population into the church. Mm -hmm. And I imagine strengthens the church. I mean, a lot of people were suddenly, and, and you got to remember that, that all these other nations are coming in to the U S and to Canada, many of them not Catholic. So there's all these Baptists and, mm -hmm. and other, you know, the Puritans yeah. are bringing in their religion. Some of those Indians were converted. Uh, there were groups of little Indians here and there who were converted. Now, the French did a lot, specifically the Jesuits, in Canada mm -hmm. to convert pretty big crowds of Indians. Not quite the same thing as what happened in Guadalupe. Right. Um, it, was, it was more the normal kind of conversion that we see happening. And it's all always mixed with other Christian. Uh, you got to remember, un unlike Canada and the Indians up there, um, the, the Indians in, you know, in the northern part of the Americas were, uh, this is going to sound a lot of different, this is going to sound backwards, but they were less civilized. And by, right. by that, I mean that their the civilization was more loose. It wasn't you know, structured the way it was structured. Now, in the South. In the South, it was more civilized, but it was civilized in a very bad way. I mean, they, they had, you know, these civilizations that that did things like human sacrifice and that kind of stuff. And right. That's what the Aztecs were into, and we know that. And so that's the – those are the people, these, these very, you know, people who are steeped in these um, – um practices of things right. like human sacrifice these are the people that mary converted at guadalupe right the worst of the worst mm -hmm. uh but the civilized and up north uh the the tribes are fragmented you know there's not one giant tribe covering the whole continent there's hundreds hundreds of different languages, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the mass communication almost wasn't there. Uh, but they did go in, they were converting. And then, and then there's, you know, there's groups of Catholics, but most of them were some other flavor of Christian. Um, anyway, when we get to, so as our spiritual mother, she, gave birth to almost a, a, a whole continent of people. Mm -hmm. And as, as that's happening, I mean, this back in, in the late, in the mid 1800s, most of South America is still pretty strong Catholic. Uh, but Europe is kind of falling apart and there's persecution everywhere. And we're about to see things like modernism 
but Mary makes an appearance at Our Lady of Lourdes in 1858. There was some message of, you know, penance, but it seems like mostly she was there to uh, announce the, the 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 new title of hers as the Immaculate Conception. Yeah, and she, to she, maybe reaffirm that, because that it was four years earlier that um, that the doctrine of the Immaculate Conception had been defined. Four years, okay. And I mean, you know, this was not. It's not like this would have gone out over the airs, you know, immediately. Right. You know, it was. It was more of a a shepherd girl wouldn't have known about it. Not at all, and, and most people wouldn't have known about it. it most bishops probably didn't even know about it. And this is, I, I, I guess this, I mean, I, I don't know if the Freemasons are around at this time or not, but the whole idea that science can somehow replace religion or disprove religion is really starting to take hold, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, this, this, we're, it, we're into the, uh, where the Enlightenment thinking is really because you know remember the enlightenment was pre founding of america which was was you know mm -hmm. mid 1700s and this is almost 100 years after that uh the you know a lot of what happened in america was largely based on enlightenment ideas which had to do with this whole science replacing religion and everything right so so this is really entrenched in europe at this time yeah and and but but there are still people hanging on to their faith oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. our lady of yeah. lords is kind of and particularly the same Catholics. way yeah the same way our lady of knock in mm -hmm. 1879 this is uh ireland i i it's I've been there. From by what the I way, can understand, cool. oh, that's right. You went. There. Did you see the thing? The place where she appeared. The apparition. Yeah. The apparition. No, that's not there anymore. Okay. <laughs> I saw. It's it's. Un, I I have to say it's unfortunate because the representation of the apparition is kind of. Oh, it's it's in the style of seventies religious art. If you know what I mean, it's it's really unfortunate. It's not pretty. It's not inspiring. Um, really, and and the church uh, that they built around it is now they still have like the original church. It, yeah. it's kind of weird. They have the original church, uh, and it's it. I mean, it's a very modest church, but it's old style. You know, built of stones and looks like a church and everything. Mm -hmm. But what was happening is um, people were because she appeared behind the church. And so what people would do is take a little chunk of the wall as, you know, uh, like take it yeah. to their homes to bless their homes. And so yeah. the wall was kind of disappearing and crumbling. So what they did was they built a new chapel that, that adjoined the wall of the original church. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it looks modern, unfortunately, but then they took a, a block of stone from the original wall on the back of the church and embedded it into the wall at the front of the new chapel. So you'll see people walking up to it and touch it and bless themselves. Um, 
And, and yeah. you know, the thing is, it's in that area of Ireland, and in fact, most of Ireland, really, um, people are very unashamed to just be Catholic publicly. The towns right. have Catholic, you know, ceremonies and, and times when they might do a, a you know, like a Catholic, uh, um, uh, what's the word, like a procession or something through the town right. square or something like that. It's, it's, it, it's refreshing in a way that you don't see here in the States. Right. Uh, this is during a time when the Catholics were very persecuted. persecuted. Yeah. They, uh, there were law like Catholics were not allowed to own land or to run a business. Mm -hmm. uh, so a Catholic who had a farm would have his farm taken from him and hopefully he could get hired on as a help in the farm. But it, it was a lot of people, we talk about the Irish immigrants. They were coming to America for a reason. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't good there. And 17 or 1879 is when Our Lady of Knock appears. Um, as, as you had said earlier, it, I think more of a comfort to the Catholics who have outlasted all of the, uh, out of everything they've gone through, uh, mm -hmm. and, and God still claiming Ireland as his own, uh, until what, 10, 15 years ago when they rejected God and rejected yeah. everything, uh, I don't know. May it would be nice if we found a whole bunch of evidence that their entire vote is completely a sham. You know, oh, that oh, if, yeah, if like, really like, eighty percent of people voted against this law it, it was uh, still, for abortion, right. I would love to find that out. But I don't know. Um, okay, so knock lords. Um. And then we get Fatima. Yeah, which is it's, like, okay. It's a different. It's, there's, it's there's, very different. like I said earlier, it's a inflection at Fatima. The tone is so different than these earlier appar right. apparitions. Well, I guess, I guess I could see in some ways uh, some people saying, well, this isn't like other apparitions, so therefore it's not true. The problem is that it seems to be true and yeah. it's different because the times are different it you know it's what's yeah the, called first for. of all the the church is disappearing throughout the whole world uh this is 1917 by mm -hmm. by the way <clears throat> um you know modernization is happening everywhere and i don't mean as in technology yeah. i mean as in forgetting about like the fact that modernism yeah. Yeah. Modernism is, is just taking over everything. And the popes around that time were warning and warning against it because it was something that was happening uh, in, even inside their churches. So the persecution is changing at this time and it's becoming more cultural. Even here in America, uh, the in South America, they are still Catholic, but many of them have become only culturally Catholic. And yeah, and in uh, fact, the, the cartels, I mean, you know, you, you have like practices like the, the San Muerto, Saint Death or whatever it is yeah. down there in the Day of the Dead and that kind of stuff. I mean, it's an evil practice. It's 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 like a mixture of of 
of I don't know voodoo and Satanism and and, and uh, Chinese uh, ancestor worship or something like that. But this is something that the cartels introduced deliberately into the culture in order to try to deflect people, you know, to to give the people something to do other than real Catholicism. Right. right. And um, there's no fresh batch of people in the world anymore that oh, right, can be right. swept into this religion. The Eastern areas have rejected Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, China. Even China, we, we were making headway in China when uh, other things came in. And uh, in, in most of the Arabian countries have rejected Christianity. And you notice their, their civilizations fell apart. They become nothing but tribes as they cling on to uh, Islam. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the world by this time has rejected the Catholic Church. And Mary comes and says, first of all, repent, pray the rosary, and watch out. There's bad things coming. Yeah. Um, In fact, we don't... There is... Let's say... um, there are those who claim that there is good reason to believe that we really don't know what all Mary said at Fatima because of the whole, you know, third secret thing. And was it fully revealed? And wow, that doesn't really, you know, it's like, that is very underwhelming. You know, what was revealed is very underwhelming, especially when lined up against the first two secrets and that kind of thing. But then we have, our lady of Akita, like what years yeah. later, decades, uh, later. this is 1973. It's about 50, almost 50 years later, half yeah. a century later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fatima is, Hey, uh, there's going to be a bad, if people don't stop, there's going to be another war. It's going to be worse than the first mm-hmm. and maybe something beyond that. Uh, I don't know. We should talk about it someday because yeah, I, we'll, I we'll keep hearing secret this secret A, secret B, and it's like, come on, that you guys got your math wrong. Um, but whatever, it, I I think it is probable that we were not told what the, the third secret yeah. is. I think that's that's most probable. But then we get uh, Sister Agnes Katsuko mm-hmm. Sagawa. Sasagawa. Sasagawa. Oh, Sasagawa. Okay. I don't know how to say these names. (laughs) Sister Agnes. (laughs) Yeah. Just Sister Agnes. Use their Christian names. Sister Agnes um, sees Mary, and and there's there's a statue there that's talking to her. People come and see the the statue crying, first Mm -hmm. crying, uh, tears, then crying, blood. crying, right? Isn't there like news? I hear that they did, but I've never seen it. I've never seen a real, and it's like, I I see pictures of it. The pictures look like somebody just poured water on the pad. That's what it looks like to me. I've never seen. But I thought, I heard that they have footage of the crying, 
and the bleeding, and they sampled it, and blood types match, and you know stuff like that. Blood types match the tears, or also what I want to know is blood match. Uh, do does the DNA in the blood match the DNA with Sister Agnes? And do oh, Sister right. Agnes's is it her stigmata? Blood? Does her does does the blood from her stigmata match the blood with her own DNA? That's what I would wonder. Yep. I would be, be interested in. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's even possible anymore, but it's 1973. It's beyond the fact that the 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 Catholic Church is is falling mm-hmm. as the any kind of cultural. Uh, uh, influence it's it's almost it's fal- different now it's it's, yeah. it's faltered now as in it's become corrupt mm-hmm. we but the we kinds of no things idea. that are happening in 73 we had no idea how far corrupt it had become right we heard about clown masses and a lot of people were like well that's stupid and yeah. but a lot of boomers had accepted this but and i don't like, think oh, this is in great 70, in 73 know. those weren't because wasn't it like just in like 70 like i thought it was the early 70s it was 70 when the english mass came out well, and the then by mass... 72 people were receiving communion on the hand oh okay so 72 that, that 73 by this time you were getting clown and masses then, and stuff uh, so who was maybe? the uh, who who was the girl who was possessed? Uh, oh, I know who you mean. I forget her name. That she like offered her her sufferings. Yeah, like, as a um, offered herself as a victim soul. I would like to know her number uh, or her name. Like Annalise, or something. Uh, it was yeah, Annalisa Michel, M I C H E L. I mean, if you you can listen to, you can read the transcripts scripts and listen to the actual exorcisms mm-hmm. or some of them, and the kind of things that the demon is revealing. I don't I don't know if a girl like this would understand those things she wouldn't be this able to is come in, up with them right this I, is I think, in when was this i think we're this con- is uh i mean i've heard some of it and i'm convinced this was a real possession not just some girl acting yeah but 17 Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just a few years after. Okay, uh, this is a few years after all this terrible things are beginning to happen. And the big thing is this, is that the demon uh, understands and explains things like taking communion by the hand. Mm-hmm. A girl that age wouldn't, at best, that's insider information, but even not she having that not insider information. The implications she would not be able to come up with on herself. We did not know how bad things yeah. would get in the 70s. I think I think nobody saw how mm-hmm. bad it would get. No one saw that 70% of people or 60% of people would not believe in the real presence just because of this one act. It would be taking the Eucharist by hand. Um but I, I only bring this up because it was, according to the demons, it was Our Lady who was forcing them to reveal these things. Mm-hmm. Right. And 
Our Lady of Akita some pretty stern warnings about a really big uh, punishment coming towards man. I is that the one where she said uh, it would be worse than the than the Great Flood? It was was it that a, or was it was it Garabandel? No, I think it was Akita. I think it was Akita. Yeah. Um, and then Garabandel, that was in where was that's that? That's where everybody gets the three days darkness stuff. Yeah, that's oh, nineteen eighty one. Uh, and I, I, you know, we were alive during that mm-hmm. three days of darkness craze that everybody thought would be before the year 2000. I don't know. I don't know if I believe in that one or not. Yeah. That um, one seems, I don't know, but it's like, it seems that, less likely than I, the others. Yeah. Yeah. There were no giant miracles that Mary gave us as a sign, you know, mm-hmm. Akita had a miracle, uh, the, the statue that people came and right. looked at. Uh, Fatima had a giant uh, miracle. Mary played yo-yo with the uh, sun, whatever. <laughs> right. Guadalupe had a giant miracle. And on Goya, giant right, but we're still uh, investigating Goya, but you, miracle. Yeah, we're still Guadalupe. looking at it. And, uh, we're still, still discovering stuff about it. We should it do seems like... Sometime. Yeah. Uh, it, it seems like Our Lady, when she comes to us with a message... The messages are pretty get more and more specific as the church gets older and uh, as the church starts to crumble gets more in the world. And uh, but she always accompanies with some kind of sign so that and of course yeah. our Lord Lady of Lords uh, the the spring at Lords mm-hmm. people are are healed. Lots I of miracles it, at the Lords. It's hard to. It's hard to take healings as a sign because uh, so much of it is, I don't know. How do you know when someone's walking and and they're limping and it's like, well, I have a, if if somebody grew a new leg because they were missing their leg, (laughs) that's a miracle. If somebody can walk where they couldn't walk before, or if they were paralyzed and suddenly get up and walk, yeah, it's a miracle, but it's not the kind of miracle that can be no, proven to but, be a miracle. But I mean, you know, you get like, for example, the like um, somebody with a, a, a um, sufficiently metastasized cancer or something that you know it's kind of spread yeah. through their body, and then they get healed, and the doctors do tests it's like there's no trace of cancer in you okay that's that's pretty strong you, that's pretty big the problem is that i but the t- i see and hear about those things that are in no way related to religion where somebody is in bad shape and then suddenly they're better yeah i haven't that happens i mean anyway uh it's the miracle is kind of different, but you notice that generally uh, the miracles given to us are usually involve healing. Oh. I mean, there were healings mm-hmm. in Fatima. Yeah. Um, I'm, I don't know much about 
Guadalupe, if it was anything other than this cloak full of roses that, and I, I guess the roses shouldn't have existed at the time. Because, yeah, like they were uh, out of season and stuff, and then the image on the cloak. They were in the mountains. And, and, yeah. Uh, but that, it was more like that was the miracle for, you know, to prompt the bishop into action. And then he set yeah. up this, you know, he built the church, built the shrine, and, and then like magically all the people started flocking to the faith. The, the, the conversion was, that was the miracle, miracle in, in Guadalupe. Guadalupe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I don't, it 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 occurs to me as we're talking about this that that God's miracles are always life giving. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to the miracle of Elizabeth, who was already gone through menopause and couldn't have children, suddenly she's going to have a child, and Mary, who had not been with a man so he should she shouldn't have had a child and she has a child life is the miracle there in both cases and throughout the history most miracles seem to be life-giving or life-preserving yeah uh for example we didn't talk about last i had looked it up and i had uh made notations on it but uh let's see the Benedictine sister, the Missouri Benedictine sister. Have you heard about this? They oh, uh, they dug the, up a, a woman who was four years dead. Incorrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't. They I can see. I've seen like one or two pictures. I don't see any videos. Yeah. The, um. I have not seen any pictures. I've talked to people who say, well, you know, I looked at the pictures and it looks pretty corrupt to me, but I well, guess the hands are the, the question is, or I guess the thing is that after four years in the conditions under which she was buried, she should have been pretty desiccated. So it reduced pretty much to dried flesh and bone or wet flesh and bones. Cause the, the coffin had cracked, I believe. And it was full of water. Oh, was it full of water? Yeah, because because well, see then that that kind of undermines what because what I was going to say because it's only four years. I know, but four years, I think a lot of decay can occur. But but they were like yeah. they were saying like, well, she she should have only weighed a certain amount based on how much decay she was heavier. Occurred. But she was yeah. significantly heavier. Well, if the coffin was filled with water, that could explain why. Um, yeah. You know, so and it could uh, be that the water preserved her or something, because you know, like, uh, like you ever look at at a pier, an old old pier, it's like where where the timbers, you know, yeah. where, where do they tend to break off? Well, right at the edge of the water, below the water, the mold and fungus can't decay the wood because there's too much water, and so they stand below the water. Right. If you, you know, go like that. Dr- if you go on a boat and go. Dr- uh, floating around in a dam lake, uh, you know, you got to watch out for tree trunks because yeah. they're still there right mm-hmm. below the surface. Everything else is gone. So, uh, and the same thing had happened with, uh, who's that guy in, I think it was in Indiana, uh, Casey something. Uh, I think he's blessed at this point, okay. but he was dug up when they dug up the coffin. It had, 
filled with water. Mm-hmm. And I think he was mostly corrupt, but his legs were uh, not corrupt. Oh, okay. They were practically pink. Um, but what was weird is that he had a condition on his legs where they, he had some kind of eczema or something on his legs Mm -hmm. where they were always sore and scabby and And stuff. It's like that had looked healed or something. It looked healed and it still looked fresh Mm -hmm. when they had exhumed the body. So I, I don't know about this, uh, you know what, let's see we'll her have to name. wait for more uh, yeah, information. Yeah, we'll have to one. wait. This is uh, very breaking news s- in in Catholic timeline sense. Yeah, Sister Wilhelmina, 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 Wilhelmina. Uh, she was the founder of the Benedictine Sisters of Mary, Queen of the Apostles in Missouri. Okay. Uh, I mean one of the few American black, uh, saint, uh, not saints, but, but people that we would consider for sainthood, put it that way. There's not a lot of black people in America that are even considered for this. I don't know if she was being considered or not. I don't know if she had any kind of, it could be that, that there's, yeah, it could be that this prompts some kind of consideration. Yeah. I imagine not because she was, if I got my information right, she was more of a traditionalist and uh, she had, her order had grown to love the Tridentine Mass. Ah, okay. Um, so I can imagine that the Catholic world is not going to give them too much mm-hmm. attention. Um, so, I don't, yeah, we'll see what that happens. But I, we had, that had happened last week and I meant to uh, talk about it and then we just forgot about it. Anyway, Mary as our mother, because uh, he is Jesus's mother and Jesus said, behold thy mother, we should see her as our mother. And she takes part in the, in the, uh, in the health of the church. She's, She's trying to, it seems, if you look at the history, she first tries to build it. And then as people seem to grow further and further away from God, she's trying to save it. Um, But she does that in a more real way, in a more personal way, when we start praying to her and specifically saying the rosary and making it part of our daily routine to say the rosary. I have not been doing lately. I need to get back on there. Um, it's, you know, this is the birth, the, the feast of the visitation. Um, it's one of the more joyful mm-hmm. parts of Mary's life. Uh, later, she suffers all kinds of stuff. But this is the one where she can get together with her cousin and just kind of just kind of rejoice over yeah. everything that's about to happen. She doesn't know how bad it's going to get for her or for anyone else. She doesn't know that she's going to have to go to Bethlehem to have the baby in a, in a, that's right. She stall might not know with that animals because yeah, that's uh yeah. And she doesn't know that, that 
King Herod is going to try to kill her son. She's going to have to run to Egypt to get away from him. Yeah, there's a whole lot coming. And then, you know, finally, in when 30 years later, when he's going to start this ministry that seems to take off. It's like, oh, okay, everything good is happening. And then ends drastically for her. Do you ever notice even our joyful mysteries? It's like, okay, so like we pray the joyful mystery, the birth of Jesus, mm-hmm. but she has to give birth to him in a in an animal stable, right? Uh, we pray it's... the finding in the temple or the presentation, and what does the prophet tell her? Your heart's going to be pierced by a sword of sorrow. Right. We pray the finding in the temple. Well, you've been searching Jerusalem for three days because he's been lost. Right. Yeah, There's always this. It's, it's always like joyful, but. I, I, There's this overshadow, this looming yeah. tragedy that's always there. It's it's kind of like the, the guy who, who, you know, gets shot and and he's told by the doctor, oh, yeah, missed your heart by a millimeter. You were lucky. You got lucky. Well, I don't okay. feel very lucky. Um, yeah. And 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 even in, you know, the book of Revelation, this this demon oh, yeah. who's the red chasing dragon. him all mm-hmm. over, trying to eat him. Uh and well then chasing you her. know and ready her. to devour him, he was taken up to God and set on his throne, and then he went after the woman. Okay. I I don't remember the verse. I just know that was part of it. But okay, so he goes after the woman. Why? Oh, why would Satan go after the woman? I have, I have. You know, I I mean, it should make you think. When I don't want to, yeah, I know. Episode. I'm just saying that if Mary doesn't have a role in our church right right now, why would he go? If Mary doesn't have a role in in our salvation, Mm -hmm. why would the devil go after her? Why would he care? Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the church. It's not Mary. Okay, but it's also Mary. Yeah, that's that's one of those stupid things that people have just, I, I guess Protestants had to, to do that. Yeah, we have to explain this somehow, so we'll take out Mary's role, the woman. Um, we'll just right. say, oh, that's well, just the church. I think I, uh, I see more and more that the Protestant rejection of Mary is a serious thing that um, I, if I were a Protestant, I'd be scared Mm -hmm. of going to hell. Yeah. When, when you reject this big part of God's plan. Okay. Well, I don't have anything else to add on this. Are you? Did we? I mean, did we close the loop on the whole apparitions thing? I mean, they're more dire. Well, they've got these messages, but the thing is, and and you were like right there. Okay, Mary is doing this as our mother, but it's like a mother who wants to to save her children from the wrath of the father. Right. 
And so because she's like, coming guys, home soon. Quit, you know, she's, I told you to clean the room. Clean yeah. the room. Your dad's going to be really angry home. when he gets home. And you know. yeah, and and not only clean your room before he gets home, but you better quit getting into his stuff, and and you better quit. Uh, you know, I don't know, destroying. Yeah. His his doing whatever it is you're records doing that whatever is going to make know, him like, angry. Yeah, it's 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 almost like you know like. Because it's a normal thing for mothers to do. Yeah, they want to protect their children, even from their fathers, even even, even when it's justified. Just, exactly. The just punishments of their fathers. Mothers want, excuse me, want to protect them from that. And that's what Mary's trying to do here. Now, of course, yeah. you know. And she doesn't try to convince God that it's unjust no, that he goes after him. She's just you know, pleading for them right. and wanting uh and more than anything she wants to bring us to salvation um you know it because it it's not like uh your mom is just protecting the kids for the sake of because she doesn't want to see him spanked she also wants to see him be good yeah she wants what's best for the kids and the father she wants justice but uh she's willing to kind of bend it just enough to get the kid in here. Come on, yeah. get in here. Do your stuff. Yeah. Do it. God, just do it. Okay. Um, so anyway, just wanted to bring that back around. Yeah. Yeah. Let's turn my my underwood. Look at this thing. Um, some lady called and said, "Do you take old typewriters?" Is it take? Take like free? Sure, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. So I mean, this represent the this as it is right now, is in much better shape than most of them that I get from this era. This is oh, like wow. 1921, mm -hmm. 1923. Um, but as it is right now, looks pretty good. But I couldn't sell it as it is right now. I'll put about 10, 15 hours of work into it, and then I'll sell it. But it's going to get a lot of work. So yeah, it was free. And I'm going to sell it for pretty much money, but it's also going to be yeah, I mean, get a lot of work. Not free. And right, the it, it will work perfectly when I'm done. It will be guaranteed to work. So cool. uh, anyway, I, I was really happy to get that thing. Uh, let's see, we got news. Um, uh, medical first. Okay. Paralyzed man is able to walk naturally through the use of electronic brain implants implanted by Swiss scientists. Huh. When I look at I'm it, skeptical. Uh, when okay. I looked up pictures of the guy, he's not walking naturally. He's he's using like a cane as support and stuff. Okay. He is moving his legs. But maybe that but... maybe by naturally they just mean under his own power and not through some like exoskeleton machine kind of a thing. Right. He's not using a robot to walk. Yeah. His legs are actually doing, doing the movement. So. Um, okay. Uh, meanwhile. So this must be, it, okay, but, but park on this for a minute because this must be because it's brain implants, not like, like lower spinal implants or something like that. 
Well, that's what I don't know. Are there brain implants and then other implants? Yeah, because that's what it's. Because how does I would have thought that if you can't walk, it, it's because this the something's severed in your spine that's right. preventing your brain signals from getting down there. Yeah, and then um, or or maybe the severage is no. If he's if he's using a walker, then it's got to be down here. The lower half yeah. has to be. Uh, so, paralyzed. Uh, I'll bet that's more than brain implants. Right. Because the brain implant, yeah, if it's not communicating, how does the brain implant help at all? Um, the FDA has just approved Neuralink's first in-human clinical study of brain implants to treat conditions such as paralysis and blindness. Okay. Uh, this is part of uh, what's his name's deal? The uh, the rich guy. What's that guy's name? Elon Musk. Oh, oh okay, okay. So Elon Musk yeah. is a little bit behind this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I we'll see. I mean, we know this stuff um, is coming. I'm just surprised that that right. so much of this can be treated just with brain implants because I thought the majority of problems were more distal, like like. If you can't see, it's because there's a problem yeah. with your eyes, not a problem with your brain. Like that. Right. But I, okay, have, uh, we have a cousin whose daughter was born deaf. I think either deaf or almost deaf. Okay. And um, they have, and it's her actual ears, but they have a headband. Mm-hmm. Put this headband on. There's some contraption right here. Yeah. And if you hold your ears so that you can't hear anything, you put the headband on, all of a sudden you can hear. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. It feels like it's echoing in your head. It is. So I, I you're called quite bone, It's called bone conduction. And that's a standard test they use when they're doing hearing tests. They'll do like, they'll, they'll take a, a, a thing. So like you put earphones on and they play sounds and see how quietly you can hear them. And then if it turns out that, oh, it looks like you have some hearing loss, so they'll put a bone conductor on that, that has like a hard vibrator either against your forehead or on the mastoid behind your ear or something like that, and it directly vibrates the bones of your head and they say, okay, let's see how you, quietly you can hear with that. And what they can tell is, so for example, if you have what's called sensing, sensory neural hearing loss, your hearing ability through earphones will match exactly your hearing ability with the bone conductor. But if what you really have is just a lot of wax built up in your ears, you won't be able to hear through the earphones, but you'll be able to hear fine through the bone conductor like that. Okay. So, but uh, I, I so felt for example, this thing. And I don't feel it vibrating no, at all. No, you will not feel it. It will, it will present to you as sound in your ears. You will not feel it vibrating. It is vibrating at auditory frequency. It really is? Yeah. At, like at, okay. you know, like at a, wow. thousand kilo, a thousand hertz or something like that. So you'll yeah. feel a tone. Yeah, okay. I didn't like know that. And stuff. Yeah. I remember uh, during one of the... Uh, uh, America's Got Talent seasons, mm-hmm. and it was one of the earlier ones. There was a magic show where the man would be out in the crowd, and the woman would be on stage, and she would know things that he knew. Oh, 
and I noticed that she always had a hat or a headband or something like that. I thought that's what they've got. Yeah. They found a way to just transmit it to that yep. thing, and that's it's probably that easy. how it is. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that's neat. I was so excited when I saw that thing. I oh, thought that is awesome. Um. A potent new antibiotic capable of killing one of the three superbugs that the World Health Organization has identified as a critical threat to humanity is created using artificial intelligence. So I don't, I, I couldn't get too much more information on this. The problem is that the World Health Organization is a sham. Um, you know, they identified yeah. uh, COVID as a superbug that was a critical threat. Kill people, but I yeah, mean, it's like, but it, but it wasn't what they said it was. Not even nearly. Right. They and 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 it would and it's not like they were wrong. They lied to us. Yeah, that's they, they were disingenuous. And, they they presented and they purposely killed people in order to claim that COVID killed people, you know? I mean, putting them on respirators when they shouldn't have been and giving them certain drugs that would eventually end up killing them. And withholding drugs that could have killed them. them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were just downright murderers when it came to COVID. Yeah. I... It just... So... That's going to be a tell uh, for you know, us for a long time. Artificial t- it, could, it could be that they use ChatGPT to to yeah to search medical papers or something like that. Even a mathematic problem I mean, or something. You know, yeah, that, that uh, that's such a a, a non interesting. Yeah, they're they're throwing that word around everywhere yeah. now, and uh, I don't think it means what they think it means. Um, but I do. I think that COVID is going to be a way for us to look at in, in the next 30, 40 years. We're going to be able to look at how people reacted to COVID to tell a lot about their character. No, oh, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's going to be the test for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the churches who closed down, uh, all the bishops involved... I guess not priests because priests can kind of have to do have what, to do what bishop their bishop says. says. Yeah. Uh, but certainly the bishops, it, it shows low moral character. Yep. The Protestants who kept their churches well, open the and refused to yeah, close like, down. Okay, wait a minute. It, They're out. it was inspiring and impressive. It's a shame that that wasn't Catholic. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if the entire Catholic Church said, "No, we're not closing down"? Yeah. What are they going to do? Arrest all Catholics? It would have been so great. It would have been mm-hmm. such a defeat to the system. We would have overrun the system. The bishops are it would have been system. so great. That's, that's, that's the problem. Yeah, it's so sad. And, and, and we see that because of what happened during the COVID scare. Um, the line, We talked about the North Korean spy satellite being launched. And I guess uh, Japan had threatened it. A couple other countries said, hey, if it flies down. over us, we're shooting it mm-hmm. down. Uh, they did launch it. It had a malfunction in the second stage of oh, the so rocket. And it orbit. fell into the sea. Okay. Yeah, those people can't do anything right. Yeah. Well, well, I mean... Well, you know, we had... I mean, 
Why do they need to spy it anyway? Like I that. mean, why do they need to spy? But you know, we had a lot of failed launches before we got some successful. Right. So. Yeah. I, I mean, Elon Musk is still failing launches. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, let's see. German economy enters a recession for the first time since the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, uh-huh. As the high levels. For the I don't first know why they're saying that. The, you mean like two years ago? I was like, you, yeah, why what do you mean why would they say that? For the first time since. That's so stupid. They act like COVID-19 was, was pandemic ago. was a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> like we can... It's just a couple of years ago. I, Heck, this, this year, short some of them have called, said that they're no longer uh, emergencies. This year, yeah. the U.S. government admitted that it's no longer an emergency. So at the beginning of this year, it was, it was still, still an emergency. <laughs> So it's like Germany enters a recession for the first time this year. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Something like that. I thought that was funny the way that was reported. For heaven's sakes. <clears throat> Russia and Belarus have signed an agreement in Minsk. Why do they put so many consonants together? What the hell is <laughs> it's their the problem? Russian way. Yeah. The, the uh, allowing language. the stationing of Russian tactical nuclear weapons on Belarus territory. Uh, So, yeah, Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes is sentenced to 18 years in prison for his role in the attacks on the Capitol. The attacks. This is these sentences cannot stand. There's just... They're so ridiculous. It's so unbelievable. Somebody's got to do something about this. I I think the states should start fighting this somehow. Yeah. I think the states the should states do something to put an end to this. The states should stand up and protect their own citizens against the federal government in these cases. Yeah. They should, they should start arresting these FBI agents and saying, hey, you came into our land mm-hmm. and took one of our people. We want him back. So you're under arrest and we'll let you go when we get our guy back. Yeah. That's, that's I, wouldn't it be this, awesome if like Missouri or if, Texas if or governors just, started doing this? Yeah. Just started d- defending their their own people. That would be so awesome. That that governor would be the all time hero. Yep. He would be a bigger hero than Trump. Yeah. Uh, so, so any of you know, governors we'll out there happens. listening, maybe want to make a bid for president? <laughs> yeah, you could be Here's anything after doing something like that. You could do anything. Uh, 11 people are killed, 24 mo- five more injured. When a nomadic tribe is hit by an avalanche in Pakistan. Oh. I just... Pakistan? Nomadic tribe just caught my eye there. Or, I didn't oh, yeah, I, I mean, didn't know there were nomadic tribes. Oh, yeah. Anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's plenty but of I mean, parts of the world where there are, but I thought Pakistan was like desert. I didn't realize they had avalanches. Well, I mean, the, the, it's desert, but it's near mountains. mountains so the snow too. gathers on the mountains and it okay. comes down and falls on the desert I, did, I, did. I just okay isn't most of the world owned by someone i don't even know no, how no, no, no. nomadic I mean, tribe I, can exist no, I, there's there's even in parts of the world wilderness that are not areas like the united states yeah there okay. are definitely nomadic areas of the united states or areas of the world yeah, I'd like to go there. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, there's a lot of people trying to change that. Yeah. Yeah, they want it all to be purposes. nomadic. Yeah. Right. Texas House of Representatives votes 121 to 23 to impeach Attorney General Ken Paxton yeah, on 20 this. counts of... What, what, what's it being I don't know what to for exactly. About. I didn't even quite get... What kind of misusing his power and I think helping like pe- people who contributed to him, he would do favors for him. That's the kind of thing they're talking about. And this what, is what kind of favor? Because all every, politicians do every that. politician does that. Yeah, There's not a politician expected. who doesn't do this. I I don't know what to say about this, um, especially because this is Texas and this is supposed to be one of the better states. Yeah. And kind of I would say that this is a problem um i I don't know i don't know what to say about that it's because every now and then you think there's a state that kind of gives you hope like Mm -hmm. florida or texas and then they do something like this and you realize they do something like this and it's like you just they're just like the rest of the unless maybe the guy really is a bad guy but these attorney generals all over the place refuse to uh convict criminals yeah, I mean, gosh. That's... What's this guy? Hmm. Well, I don't know. I guess we'll wait for more to come out. But uh, The Russian Interior Ministry issues a warrant for the arrest of Lindsey Graham over comments that he made about the Russian invasion of Ukraine. <laughs> I guess if Lindsey Graham know what that... goes to if Russia, Graham's he'll, goes to arre- Russia he'll be have a problem. I don't know, but... Yeah. Uh, Ugandan president signs an anti-homosexuality bill, uh, which is introduces the death penalty for aggravated homosexuality. I don't know what aggravated homosexuality means. Are they talking about rape? Yeah. What aggravated? To me, homosexuality is bad enough to begin with. Any sodomy? How do you aggravate? Public sodomy? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, You can go to jail for 20 years for promoting homosexuality okay uh ted cruz acts shocked about this and condemns it uh some of his supporters are like "Eh, i don't know let them do their thing yeah at least they don't have a bunch of gays running the nation i mean i i I really have no they've got other problems no problem with the 20 years thing i I don't know but i don't know what aggravated homosexuality is yeah i'd have to know more what that means but the 20 years for promoting hey yeah, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Uh, Pope Francis, uh, we're getting into life site news okay. stories now. Pope Francis calls for an end to the era of fossil fuel and a prayer for creation message. Prayer for prayer creation. For creation. That's, the, that's a title of something. He wrote a prayer for creation, maybe like for humans? I don't, I don't understand. Is it a prayer for the earth? Yeah, I mean, what do you mean, prayer for creation? <clears throat> I, Let us heed our call to stand with the victims of environmental and climate injustice what and to mean? put an end to the senseless war against creation. That what, is what one of the dumbest things mean? this man has ever seen. This, I, it's crazy. I think Pope Francis isn't real. I think they have images of him. They have a couple old guys. They look like him. They run him out every once but every time he actually seems to say or write anything i think it's an ai 
because this stuff is so stupid that's coming out. Start of to wonder. Uh, I don't think an AI could sound this stupid. Maybe not. But I don't. <laughs> you gotta be. You gotta be human to sound really stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um. It, it's just. Again, we're in this weird clown world existence that nothing that the people in charge say makes any sense. And when they do, when they say something that just makes a little bit of sense, we all applaud and clap. But hey, it's like, look, why should this sense. be weird or different? Yeah. And you know, I just. I wonder how this is going to shake out as the church recovers from Pope Francis. I mean, how? What's the explanation going to be? Well, just that we we chose a retard, and or is there? There's got to be some kind of thing where it's like, well, he did these really unspeakable evil things. Uh, When's that going to be addressed? Well, you know, if, if Garibaldell is is real, which again I, you know, don't buy into, then be there will be there'll be a, a whole different ball game, and nobody will be even asking those questions. Right. Or that I mean, if we get more popes like Pope Francis, yeah, I, what, I what's going to I don't see how, how the church can survive. What even survive? It, It'd be like the church exists only in weird tribal pockets around the world. Yeah. Yeah. I. I That's why I think. I, I don't. I mean, Pope it's, Francis it's is, such a terrifying thought. St. Francis rebuilt the church. Pope Francis is dismantling the church. We need to pray to St. Francis to rebuild the church again. Yeah. Brick by brick. So bad. Uh, so there was a life petition to boycott Target, and it got over 10,000 signatures. The company's stock is starting to plummet. This is when they started, like, if you go to the kids' swimwear, mm -hmm. there are these uh, bathing suits that look like they're for girls, okay. but they have a little pocket to put your thing in if you're a boy and want to dress like a girl. That's disgusting. And that it is terrible. Disgusting is not the word. That's demonic. Yeah. In fact, certainly. Yeah. I I I, I never shop at so Target anyway. I wouldn't. But I won't. Yeah, I don't shop now. at Target so or I, Walmart. I, I the thing is, they don't seem to care. Their stock plummets by nine billion dollars, but they've plummeted before. They were the ones to say yes. We're going to allow men to, uh, to we're going to allow men to go. We're going to allow the pervy men to go into the little girls' bathrooms and perv out there, and they recovered from that. Yeah, they're still here. I mean, they they did their stock did go down after that, but they they didn't care. They're still here, and again, uh, it's like it's almost like they got a government contract. Really, what happened is the government eliminated of opposition um, by closing down businesses all across America. That's true. Um, so, you know, it's like, we don't care. Um, we're not going anywhere. Apparently, I mean, 
they're going they're, they're i don't know what to say uh yeah you shouldn't shop there nobody the same way there. you shouldn't be going to baseball games yep. but people are still going to baseball games um and i i st- it looks like the bud light boycott is sticking but i'm still doubtful mm-hmm. yeah we'll see, we'll um, see. <clears throat> now north face which is a kind of an outdoors clothing uh, type of company, they're risking boycott because they had this drag queen video uh, commercial. Oh. Um, and it, it was such a weird thing because this drag queen is out in the wild trying to promote outdoor, you know, wilderness type stuff. And it's like, drag queen and outdoors don't really match. I mean, you can't wear high heels. What's it going for then? Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. I, it's like they just wanted to show that they're wanna, That's really the they only. They want to get on on the, the hey, boycott me too. I mean, it's I guess so. Weird. I mean, I I wouldn't buy North Face anyway, mm-hmm. but I would buy something like Real Tree or, uh, you know, one of the other ones. Usually, actually, I just buy whatever's at good. I was going to so, say, you know, outdoor um, out like. I don't even know. The only outdoor I don't company know. I know is Coleman. I know Realtree. That's really the only. And Coleman. I know Coleman. Yeah. That's what I know. Coleman has some good products. I mean, I did buy a Coleman tent, and we've been using it for, what, 11 years mm-hmm. now? 12 okay. years? So. Uh, it still hasn't leaked at all. It's just that one, one-man tent that I use every time we go to the gorge. Uh, this year... I sprayed it down with Coleman, uh, like the Scotch guard sealant. Yeah. The Scotch type of stuff. Um, I'm interested to see what happens Mm -hmm. next year when I pull it out and use it. If it rains at all, uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, anyway, hopefully people stop buying North face. Mm -hmm. I think they should. Uh, I guess the F a judge found that the FBI abused a database with info on U.S. citizens over 278,000 times. Um, and I I don't yeah, know if this is part a, of... Any specific yeah. agents or FBI guys. Right. I, I don't I know mean, what, what to call them, but if nothing happens they say all these to things, the employees, like, then who cares? Yeah. Um, it... It happens over and over again. It's going to continue to happen. You can find all you want, but until someone goes to jail... Yeah, until you arrest people or, and put the handcuffs. And a lot of times when things like these things happen, you know, they, they make one person the target, and this person finally sees some kind of justice, and it's like, okay, we did it. And it's like, no... Wait a minute. Yeah, there was more than you, one person missed... involved. Yeah. There was a whole team of people involved. The whole team of people should be gone. And their bosses. Not. And their bosses. Right. Uh, Michigan, man, Michigan man gets 100 hours of community service for shooting an elderly pro-life woman. 100 hours? It was an elderly man. Yeah. Of community 75 service? 75-year-old. Why isn't he in jail? Uh, Why isn't he in prison? Because she was, she pro-life? was a pro-lifer. Yeah. My God. Yeah, we've seen this. Uh, he says it was an accident, but he had given her a warning shot right before shooting her in the back. So what, uh, was she like went through her was she shoulder. Like in his home, like vandalizing it or something? Uh, 
I don't, I, you know what? I should have looked at this before. Uh, he's ordered to pay $347.19 in restitution and to avoid all contact with her. Uh, what was she doing? She, I think she was just uh, uh, picketing at a at a. Uh, at a cl- was I mean I don't was know. It she she was just house? like a yeah. No, I think it was. Uh, I'm not going to read it on. Uh, when I get a chance, I'll come back you know, to we've, it because we've I don't want to wait before. for everybody to I mean, like. Yeah, We've talked it, about this is, how abortion really ought to be up to the states. It's the states, you know, it ought to be illegal in every state, but it's up to each state to make it illegal. And we've talked about hypotheticals. Well, you know, like what if what if the state made murder legal? There's there's no federal law that says they can't do that. Well, we're kind of seeing that here, aren't we? I mean, practically yeah. speaking. So I mean, I know he didn't kill her. He just shot her. Right. But still, isn't that kind of... But they, yeah, the you've said it several seeing? times. And you said that if we overturn Roe v. Wade, it's going to get more violent on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not between the police and the people, but between the people. Um, so I guess she was probably like maybe a, a sidewalk counselor or something like that. She was talking to the man's wife about abortion and about activism Mm -hmm. and he went to get his rifle and he said it went off but he did fire a warning shot first why would you fire a a warning quit talking to my wife yeah yeah cow it's this is what it is she uh you know became a martyr in a sense, mm-hmm. and uh, you're right. It's, it's just going to keep happening, and uh, and people won't get in trouble for it yep. because they're not on the right side. Canadian funeral home expands its services to include a room uh, for assisted suicide. Oh, so you go to the oh, funeral home oh, that way; they don't wow. have to come and pick you up. Well, I'll just go to the funeral home. Uh, make it easier on all of us. Go ahead and lay down in the coffin and inject yourself, and then, boom, we Can take you out. Imagine the the. I mean, the, in a in a in a institution where that is going on, the the kind of demonic infestations that must exist in a place like that. I mean, I would not want to drive past a funeral home where that was a thing. I don't. I don't know what hope we have where this is culturally accepted. I, I don't know what kind of hope there is for the Christian where Christians aren't up in arms about all this. Mm-hmm. Why are? Yeah. Uh, and and the the bishops, the bishops Why could solve the these problems do, if the bishops speaking. would stand up. Yeah. If the bishops would say, we're not going to allow this to happen. Mm-hmm. All Catholics, Catholics may not use this. Let's funeral. go surround this. Well, even if they don't like go and surround it, Catholics are not allowed to use this funeral home. Right. That alone would be enough. It's so sad that the bishops have, I mean, 
Quebec students tear down and trample a school pride flag in protest of the uh, the gay agenda. Hey. So, so well, what were we saying Quebec, about the Dodgers? It's like it's stupid to protest that you're having yeah. this particular group at your pride day. What you ought to be protesting is the fact that you have a pride day. These students in Quebec get it. These are the guys yeah. that understand where it's at. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I I hear uh, people like Timothy Gordon <laughs> say that if you can't uh, boycott Pride Night, then you should go dressed up as something else. And I'm like, am I am I hearing this right? Exactly. I, that, I you kept, can't. I kept hearing the same you thing. You can't boycott Pride Night. It's like, why would you go at all on Pride? It's you're there to celebrate gays. Why would you go at all? I mean, why are you what so is wrong disgusted with you people? By How are you even capable of getting like within a mile of it <laughs> without just feeling like you got to go get a shower or something? Everybody's gone nuts. Yeah. So gross. Uh, but I mean, that's how serious some people are about the sports. No, even on the day that my team celebrates gayness, yeah, and gives people awards for being gay, I still got to go to the game. I got to go sport team, eh? Wow, there's something wrong with you people. You did a pretty good Doug McKenzie there. Oh, I was doing uh, the uh, the boyfriend. I can't think of his name. Putty on Seinfeld. Oh, I've never. When I, I, that's not. They were getting ready watched, to go to the hockey okay. game. Yeah, they were getting ready to go to the hockey game, and he says, "All right, I'll be right back." He comes out, and when he comes out, he's painted his face, and she looks up. What? She's like, "What'd you do?" Like I painted my face. Why? Got a sport team. <laughs> Oh well, it, it was a funny moment in the Seinfeld uh, series. Let's see, in Ontario, the Catholic school board votes six to four against the pride flag. So in Ontario, they didn't have to tear it down. The school board said, "No, we're not going to have a, a gay flag." Okay, wait a minute. The, uh, you're blowing my mind. This is the second Canadian. Is yeah. Canada getting it in ways that America is not? What I is think going the teenagers are. The teenagers are like, all right, this is an, we've had enough of this. I mean, we're nice, we're polite, but we're not all gay. Hey. <laughs> what is Come going on? on? I mean, the, the Canadians are, are spanking the Americans here. Yeah, yeah. Two pro-lifers viciously assaulted outside of Baltimore Planned Parenthood. Oh, you see, here we are again. America. Yeah, I, I looked at the pictures of this. Mm-hmm. This guy's all busted up. Wow. Man. The old man. Uh, this is, I'll bet nothing happens to, uh, I'll bet nothing happens to the, uh, the assailants. instigator, mm-hmm. the, the assailants. It's, but yeah, you, you talked about this a lot, especially as we were approaching 2016, I think, is when you started talking because about Because we were this, speculating that Trump might be the guy. Yeah. 
if he does it, mm-hmm. it's going to get. Yeah. There's going to be more one-on-one violence. And don't get me and wrong. I mean, it's not going to be promoted. Yeah. It's just going to be their It'll understanding be of how yeah. they should react to us, and they won't be punished. And and I mean, don't get me wrong. This this it. I I you know would still completely choose uh, that Roe v. Wade mm-hmm. have gotten overturned. This is how it needs to be. Yeah. It's, it's the directory or the the trajectory we need to follow. But it's going to be bad for us. Must shed blood for the babies that we allowed to be killed. This has to be paid for, and this is probably how it's going to be. When we are assaulted like this, we can do reparations. This is part of it. This is part of strengthening our country is to undergo this this Mm -hmm. change, in which a lot of us will be hurt, maybe killed. Uh, in let's see, where is this? In Chicago, the Chicago health officials warn gays that they should get the monkeypox shot ahead of Pride Month because they know how much gay sex is coming towards them. With Pride Month during that's Pride a big, Month, like, what gay orgy thing? That's a big. I guess that's I a sex. Big it's so sex weird. Month. I mean, they're, they're just so like disgusting. so forward and upfront. It's like, oh yeah, we. We get together for Pride Month and crazy. we all boink each other and give each other monkey pox and you know, whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elon Musk angers the free speech police after withdrawing Twitter from the EU disinformation agreement. Not real sure what it what means. Mean? I don't think Elon <laughs> Musk... Look, Elon Musk is not necessarily for free speech. People need to get that out of their heads. Until he proves it, yeah. he's not for free speech. He's for more free speech, but not, not free, speech. free speech. He still has given in to the uh, whatever government in whatever country he's in. Yeah. Uh, talk to me when Alex Jones has his uh, account back. And when he doesn't shut down certain accounts in places like Turkey... Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's it, it, be real or go home. He's doing some good, but it, it, you no. know, yeah, that's. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna celebrate this guy until he does the right thing. Uh, that's all the news I got. All right. Well, I have, I only have three we items should, today. Kind of a, a slow, slow week thing. for nonsense news. One yeah, of them. Okay. <laughs> this was kind of weird. Kind of. I had no idea that this event was even going on, but apparently uh, there's this annual cheese race where everybody races down this this steep, steep 200-yard hill after a cheese, uh, what would you call it, cheese wheel. Oh, oh, like a the cheese wheel is rolled down. Or? I think that's what I it guess. is. The cheese deal wheel is rolled down, and then everybody chases down after it. And whoever gets it wins the the cheese race, and they they get to be I don't know okay. the big cheese for the day or something like that. Let's well, uh, this is let's share some of these pictures. This is in the UK, and yeah, this year an American won it. They've got a picture huh. of them there holding up the cheese wheel. Were you here at the party? No. Sunday? Uh, it might help. Okay, no. yeah. This guy... Why'd you guys do something similar? What happened? Uh, no. We had a cheese wheel. No. Um, thank on it. 
I lost a bit. Okay, doesn't matter. The guy kind of looks like a guy that my daughter's dating. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I, didn't, uh, I didn't meet him. That's so, why, okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, just thought that was kind She's of a uh, weird, fun, uh, uh, I guess, annual tradition they do or something. She's weird. It looks dang. I mean, the guys are like tumbling down know, the hill. Most of them are rolling down the, the hill. It said nearly vertical, but when I look at it, it doesn't look nearly vertical. It doesn't look. But that. I can understand yeah, it doesn't that look it's that steep. Fairly steep, but you know. But you know, sometimes you of, look at things on a picture and you don't appreciate it until you're standing there. Oh, I know. Were you that year that I, that year we were afraid to go up uh, Indian staircase? I know. It, but it's like when you <laughs> when you take a picture of it, it's like. It, it looks like that. Oh yeah, that's oh, no that's big nothing. deal. Yeah, but when you're standing there, and then doing you get it, there, like, and it's oh, like, oh man, wow, mm. you're afraid. Yeah. We were afraid. Yeah. We were all afraid. And then that fifty-something-year-old man is like, oh, I'll just do it. And he well, just goes. But, you for know, like, it, oh, it, it wasn't that because I don't think I would have gone if he hadn't been there. To to me, the thing that that concerned us was okay, we can get up, but. What about getting back down? Because that, to me, was the big danger. And once somebody said, oh, oh yeah, there's okay. a path back once you get up there. You don't have to come back down. That, to me, is when it was like, oh, okay, great. Now we can go up. Okay. Well, I wasn't thinking about that. I just was scared. I mean, I don't know. I'm afraid of heights. And when you get up on that steep thing and it's like, if I slipped and started sliding down well because, you know the thing you know, is it's, it's not it's talking about a, rock we're talking about sandstone it, it, you know it, it had the hill and then the little yeah. ledge that we were standing on and then a cliff right on off was, that ledge so if you tumbled right. down that hill you would go and die there was no you'd be dying you could not yeah. end up landing on that ledge that, that and was and it's the called problem. indian staircase because at some point somebody pounded little footholds into, into the, the yeah but but they're like like they're nowhere near each other it's, it's almost <laughs> yeah you can't use them as footholds you're better off just going up this, the rock but uh yeah. but you place. know what i think of when i when i look at the story about the cheese chase though is is the um you remember the the hill that went up to the seminary at granny b's oh yeah it's like that yeah i've tumbled down that many, many times, times. Yeah. so yeah. All right. You're... But these guys, it looks kind of violent. <laughs> what? I mean, I, mean, I got to When you look at the pictures. I don't, I don't know. These pictures, these people are like. Man, yeah. I don't know what level painful. of, of uh, you know, like prestige or, or anything is associated with this. But but I, I imagine they're like shoving each other and stuff as they go down the hill. Yeah. I'm glad an American won. So, yeah, that's kind of kind of neat. You remember a couple weeks ago I talked about the organ pipes that were stolen from a church? Yeah, first you thought it was pipe organs, no, and then it's, it's oh no, organ it's pipes. organ pipes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So these, yeah, these organ that. pipes, apparently they were for the most part recovered. Just as a, a follow-up. I wonder if they did they find them or did somebody turn them in? Well, it it says I think, like, they found the original uh, truck. A few days later, some, the police found the, the truck, truck and, and many, many of them, the organs. And then pipes. somebody called in something, and they found a van with with some of the rest of the pipes. 
Okay. Yeah. So, so it looks like they, they got they, them almost they got, all back. For the most part, they got most of them back. So, all right, good. Uh, we don't need to be taking organ pipes from churches. All the things to steal. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's like, pipes? Really? <laughs> Were you going to rebuild it? Yeah. Okay, so... It would be neat to have a pipe organ, though, wouldn't it? A real pipe organ, like, yeah, in your house, yeah. in your living room. Yeah. It would be cool. I have an electric one that's pretty cool, but it's, like, so old. But, you know, um, our dad, you know, he, he services... Um, copy machines and, and various things and and sometimes the place where he needs to service is in somebody's home if they run a business yeah. out of their home or whatever he told me about this guy that, that he went to his home and this guy has an organ in his basement and you know the, the way the, the organs work it's all about the lengths of the pipes and if there's like bends in the pipes it doesn't as long as you get the length exactly right, it still works. And he's got these pipes okay, like running yeah. all over his basement in like different directions and stuff like that. It's like it's like his basement is like this organ, and then the rest of the basement is filled with pipes. Like a giant, all these octopus. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, you know what? Okay, you want to hear something? Um, Vicky's dad was kind of a minister for this little church. Mm-hmm. And he had a copier in his home. Right. And when I started dating Vicky, he asked me to look at it because he knew I worked on copiers. And I look at it, and there's Dad's sticker. Oh, no kidding. Dad had met Vicky's dad like 10 years earlier. Had, had had him service it. Huh, that's that's yeah. cool. That's interesting. So Vicky kind of, when she remembers back, oh, yeah, your dad was the one who came out to work yeah. on it. So that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. All right, this is, I don't know, I mean, in a way, this is, like, really cool that you could, you would have the power to do this, but it's also just really bizarre. So, in India, uh, this guy dropped his phone in the the waters of this dam, but he happens to be an official who's in some way in charge of the dam operations, uh, I, I guess he's a food inspector or something like that, some kind of inspector. So he had them drain the dam uh, water reservoir so he could go get his phone. Wow. <laughs> I wonder if, like, if, if I mean, we only have one picture of this, but um, I wonder if he... <clears throat> Like, did they drain it by pumping the water out or just open up the dam gate? No, I you know, think they pumped say, the okay, water let's out drain because some I'm, of this I'm out. looking at the picture and, and you see at the bottom of the picture, it looks like there's this, this yeah, tube running like down into it. I think that's, and it says... But that could be anything. Well, it could be, but uh, it said he paid for a diesel pump to be brought yeah, in. Yeah, a pump, pump for several days. Yeah, it took Two three... million liters. Yeah, three days. Didn't they need that water for anything? Well, according uh, to him... Some water into a nearby canal. Okay, he put it into a nearby canal, and it would, in fact, benefit farmers who would have more water than they normally do. Um, he also said I mean, that this particular part of the dam was a like an overrun part of the dam, and that the water would mm-hmm. not have been useful for, you know, like any human use or anything like that. So... 
Okay. There, there's... Well, I mean, we think of India, we think of uh, what we saw on, like, Indiana Jones. Yeah. But India is a giant place, and there's a lot of different, just like in America, there's a lot of different climates, you know? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different kinds of places. Same in China, too. It's all, there's deserts, there's mountains, there's forests, everything. It's all there. So maybe they didn't need that much water. The thing is, but... see, it was a Samsung. They're the ones that make the galaxies, right? Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Was the phone still working after well, that? It seems like a lot to go aren't through. Aren't the galaxies waterproof? Did... I, it must be if they went that far to get it. Yeah, that's it, what, what I'm thinking. I mean, even if he didn't, it's like... Um, what... Why didn't they drag the bottom or something like that? Just use some kind of rake to... to... It doesn't make any sense why he would... I mean, it's like, don't they? Aren't they up with the technology where it's like, didn't you back your phone up? Isn't your phone backed up normally? Yeah. What did you well, have pictures of your kids on there or something? Well, see, that's what I'm thinking is maybe he had pictures of something else, and, and what he was worried about was some, you know, like because like if this is an overflow part of the dam, there might be parts times of the year when it's empty, when it dries out. And maybe he's afraid yeah, of somebody what, else finding his phone and finding what he has that on could his be. phone. That could be. Uh, he's getting... People are depending upon tankers for their water in scorching summers. The officer has drained 41 liters, which... 40, 41 what? L-A-K-H liters. I don't know what that is. Uh, but probably like million liters or something like that which could have been used for the irrigation of 1500 acres of land oh, okay. Um, okay. so it's a lot of water and yeah I think he is I, I, I don't think it's as innocent as he wants to make it as out. they make it seem yeah. I think there's yeah this is there's something nefarious here I think <laughs> I, I could imagine though, like somebody like losing their phone the way they need to recover it, and and so you like no problem. We're just draining the lake. You go get this like diesel yeah. like pump and this big tube and stuff like that. And what you do is you grab a hard hat and like one of those yellow vests and put it on and make it look like you're the foreman doing just act doing like you're something official. And you 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 come up with yeah. a crew of guys. Okay, guys, put it down here. Let's drain the water over here. <laughs> Remember when that guy uh, came in and there was a construction crew and he just came up and took charge and said, all right, guys, let's, let's, start, uh, digging. let's start digging this up. He, he started digging up, up a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he dug everything up. And finally, someone showed up and said, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> he was a guy who was kind of known for pranks, too. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's all I that's got cool. for nonsense. So it's time for Bible trivia. All right, let's uh, let's get the bard ready here. All right, we can go ahead. Let me know when, okay, so this is the uh, uh, roll to one. It's Old Testament, and the question is. Oh, okay, I know the answer to this one. Who? Ready? Who had a yep. dream? about the sun 
the moon, and the stars bowing down to him. Joseph. That's right. We all know that one. And the brothers got all angry. Oh, so yeah. we're supposed to bow down to you? We're selling you into slavery. See if uh, the bard knows. Joseph, the son of Jacob, had a dream. Yeah. Uh, dream angered his brothers, who were jealous of his favor with his father, and they sold him into slavery. There you go. And then years and years later, they came back and bowed down they to him. Literally bowed down to him. The ultimate, I told you so, you know, <laughs> I wish I could have been there to see the looks on their faces when he said, uh, it's me yeah. and you're bowing to and me. You know, what's interesting in this case, Joseph, this was almost like, like, you know, one of those, uh, yeah, like a Greek tragedy. Cause you know, it's so many of the Greek tragedies, mm -hmm. like the Oracle says something and then it ends up becoming true in a way that, that the people didn't expect. And it becomes true because the king or whoever took some step to try to stop it. Right. And this yeah. was exactly like that. It's, it's like, it's not like Joseph mm -hmm. himself, you know, was especially, uh, I mean, he had a good relationship with his father and stuff, but it, it but it wasn't aggressive. It doesn't he was say an that he was, really. yeah, he yeah. wasn't ambitious. And it doesn't even say that he was especially holy before this point or anything. I mean, right. he, you know, he, he just, so he just kind of went along with it. <laughs> yeah. He didn't have any choice in the matter. <laughs> Sold into slavery by his brothers. I get it. Brothers are buttheads sometimes. Brothers <laughs> do terrible things to each other. Yeah. Some of the things I've done to Arbra, some of the things that have been well, done to me. You know, um, to be, to be so like, you know. I was probably the worst out of honest, all of them, I, though, I but... did not realize that that, that thing here was sticking out of the pole when I shoved you into it. So, uh, I don't remember, remember that. that. I'm talking oh, yeah. about the time you busted my face up for uh, for what? For splashing water on, on one of the most uh, irritating girls that ever lived? Who? I don't want to say, okay, her name. say her name, but I don't remember that. But I remember okay. like we were in the basement. Patricia oh, was okay, at her house yeah. and she wouldn't stop, wouldn't stop, wouldn't stop. I had a glass of water. I went like that and splash it on her. You come up. My whole face was <laughs> this far out. I, I ran off. I was at a party and there were, uh, you know, druggies and drunks sitting around. They're all just staring at me. Wow, <laughs> No, no. Did you go to a this, doctor remember, or something? Uh, no, like in our basement, there was, you know, Dad had built. Yeah, I know. There, I, I hit that, that pole, pole and it the, took a chunk out of my back. A big old chunk. It was like. Yeah, it was like, like a, it was like flat, a flat, and it was of, like of like meat. I I didn't realize I don't know that what. there was that much meat between your skin and your spinal column and your even. bone. Yeah, that, it feels like, like there's just a like, bone oh, there, man. But. Um, but you know, yeah, you're, you're lucky to, to not be a paraplegic, paraplegic, I suppose. See, you're lucky. Yeah, I guess I could have. <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky. I feel lucky. All right. All right, folks. Well, hopefully, uh, you will consider what we said. Think about what we said. And as always, circle the beads, everyone. Mm -hmm.
and we'll see you next week. Bye.